0: Welcome back to the Rhubarb and Custard podcast. I'm Jojo Smith, a.k.a. Rhubarb. And I'm Rosie Wood, a.k.a. Custard. This podcast is all about business, branding,
1: confidence and wonky crowns. It's a safe, unapologetic space for business owners and wannabe business owners. If you want to take part in the conversation and help us figure out whether rhubarb is in fact a fruit or a vegetable, you can find us on Instagram at underscore rhubarb and custard.
0: Either way, we're good for you.
1: Welcome back to the Rewoncasted podcast. Um, Wherever you are listening to us, before we get started, wherever you are listening to us, if you are on Apple, if you're on Spotify, wherever you are, um, if you could do us a huge, huge favour and remember to hit the subscribe button, you will get a notification every Friday morning of a new episode. And if you're given the opportunity to leave a review, I think Apple Podcasts and I think Spotify now lets you leave a review. If you could let us know what you think of the podcast, that would be incredible because it all helps us reach more people. Uh, we have a fantastic guest joining us today, but I'm going to let Joe introduce her. But first, Joe, tell me about your week because you've been poorly,
0: haven't you? Mate, it consists of sleep, <laughs> binging Netflix, sleep, <laughs> binging Netflix and a lot of snotty tissues. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, I was part of the Covid after party. For a good solid week Covid came, went and I was like eh, What's everybody talking about <laughs> <laughs> And then literally The after party hit I tested negative but wow What an after party it was I just felt so poorly I've had this horrendous cough which makes me sound like I'm on 20 a day No judgement here but As an asthmatic that's not a good thing um, So yeah just really felt poorly But really stepped back And gave myself a chance just to get better um and over the weekend did zilch nada nothing and I think that definitely helped
1: yeah and
0: for some for some strange reason I've been I mean this year I've been really conscious about giving myself more self-care time anyway but um I've also got several I haven't had a spa day right for three years because of lockdown I've now got five planned in over the next five weeks. It's like a bus like depot. They've all just come along at once. So I have lots of self-care planned. So yeah, are that's they, how I catch up. What about are you? they all at
1: the same spa? No. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, can you get some kind of like spa
0: points or something, some kind of reward? No, but I do think I'm gonna be known. I think people are gonna be going, Oh, there's this woman coming around. She's um she's the secret spa. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get really good treatment. Honestly, yesterday's didn't go that great, but we'll talk about that another time because I am very excited to... Just quickly, Rosie, sorry. No, it's fine. Honestly, (laughs) this week has just
1: been catching up because the kids have gone back to school at last. It feels like they were off forever. Um, So, yeah, the kids have gone back to school. So this week has just been like catching up and getting back into routine and getting back into like
0: headspace and just work a bit around, of structure I yeah. I get it. yeah yeah I get it. It felt I, good i can understand the reason we probably sound like we're getting a bit excited and we're getting in a bit of a rush is because our guest today is in high demand and we are very lucky to have her and we are taking the show very silver and sassy today with the fabulous rachel peru silver curve model and body confidence expert Rachel, come on in for a big snuggle.
2: <laughs> Good morning. I, Joe, I'm so envious of the spa, Jojo. I, I I, want to be a secret spa woman. That sounds perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, I mean, yes,
0: didn't go too well um there was a couple of hiccups let's just say that and at one point it kind of turned into faulty towers and at the end I was just like Do you know what I'm just gonna go with it just just let it go it is I kind of bought my frozen Elsa out yesterday I was just like let it go <laughs> so I just did Rachel we are so honoured that you could join us I mean you know you're pretty popular yeah in your neck of the woods and i would really the reason we wanted you on this show is because you work with a lot of brands you are about I mean the rhubarb and custard podcast is all about business branding confidence and wonky crowns yeah and you I feel like you you rock these areas and you came into this though a bit later on in life and I'd love you to just tell our listeners a little bit of kind of how you got to this position, because you are pretty spectacular. You do step out of the bubble, um, but I'll let you tell everybody about
2: that. Tell us how you got to where you are, Rachel. Thank you. That's a fabulous introduction. I'll come again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's certainly something that I didn't kind of expect to be happening later in life. But at 40, just before my 47th birthday, I started a new career as a model. Um, never had any aspirations to do it certainly didn't have the body confidence to do it in my 20s and 30s I would have run a mile if someone had asked me to do to do it like found myself getting divorced at 39 just before my 40th and started on this whole new kind of chapter in life really and started volunteering for a Macmillan local fashion show um which I'd never done anything like that before a friend kindly volunteered me so I said yes and uh, she kind of after a few gin and tonics, loved it, <laughs> really enjoyed being on the catwalk, really empowered, came off immediately wanting to go again and continued volunteering each year. I was really, every time I was like really looking forward to doing it. And after six years of doing that, a couple of professional models involved said, you know, have you thought about doing it? And I thought, actually, do you know what? Sod it, what have I got to lose now? I've got three kids that my youngest was kind of getting more independent. So I thought, well, yeah, I'll give it a try thinking that I would do local stuff because I live near Leeds. I thought if I get kind of local work it'd be quite a nice sideline, a bit of a hobby and it actually turned out to be my kind of full-time job. I'm now signed with um exclusive contract with a London agency and kind of specialise in lingerie really. I mean I do all sorts but lingerie is my Kind of niche market, and I never thought I'd be seen in windows at, at fifty-two in my bra and knickers. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, the <laughs> we would get, I was going to get to that point. I thought
0: we haven't kind of touched on the fact that where you specialise is very sassy and very takes a lot of confidence. Do you know what I mean? To step yeah. into that, and like you say, to step into the window of big brands, yeah. you know, in your bra and pants,
1: that I takes. Think- big- I just think it's amazing and I think the like the lingerie industry in particular like it's so often the models are like 20 something like really skinny and like that's fine but you know 30 year old women 40 year old women 50 year old women 60 year old women have bodies as well you know and I think it's amazing to see um to see all kinds of people being represented in those spaces because we don't all look like that you know.
2: Exactly, representation is very so important, isn't it? And it's something that I've really become more passionate about. And it's certainly not something when I went into modelling I thought I would be doing kind of lifestyle QVC type work. And there's nothing wrong with that. I like doing that as well. But I never thought that lingerie would even be an option. And it wasn't. Within my first year, I'd found myself um, modelling swimwear with Ashley Graham and Lizzo in the Bahamas. Wow, oh, that that's hard. Know, as you Need to <laughs> throw that in. Oh yeah, I've done that as well. <laughs> But I came back from that a different person because the response I got from other women my age was amazing. They were just like, thank you so much for showing up and representing us. This is I've, I can recognise my body in you. You know, I'm a, I'm a curvy size 14, 16. I've always been big boobs. So I, I just think it's, we need to see images that we can relate to, which I love.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's, I mean, we I mean, Rosie and I are both quite passionate about the whole, you know, faintness and filtered And stuff like that, and really, you know, stepping out as to who you truly are. I want to just rewind a little bit because when you say like where it started, we kind of went into that and boom boom boom, we're in the Bahamas with Lizzo. Yes. Right. So I want (laughs) to kind of just take it back just a little bit because for our for our listeners to really home in and see the steps that you made. Something Mm. that I heard was opportunity said yes.
2: Right? Absolutely.
0: And again, we're big believers in that and that's where confidence comes in. You know, when you said yes to that opportunity, was it an immediate yes or was it a yes and
2: then, oh shit, what have I done? Always always (laughs) a (laughs) laugh. Still, (laughs) always. Yeah, do you know what? I spent so much time, I wasted so much time when I was younger not saying yes to stuff because my lack of self-belief and confidence held me back. But when I did get divorced at 40, I I really wanted to go into this next chapter being braver. So for my fortieth, I did a tandem skydive and I thought if I can build this kind of memory bank of things that I've done that throw me out of my comfort zone, then it'll build those blocks. So it has been stepping stones, really. But yeah, I I was determined to say yes to stuff and worry about it afterwards.
0: Oh, see, that memory bank for me, you know, that's like the highlights reel on my Instagram. This is where it's you have to build though that memory bank you have to build that power source of what I'm capable of I mean I'm just loving this because we're in the Bahamas with Lizzo we're jumping out of a plane we're in the (laughs) we're in in, um, a shop window in our knickers and pants our knickers (laughs) and bra do you know what I mean this is literally what this show is all about it's about building that confidence and self-belief so Again, I'm just gonna go back.
2: How did you feel the first time you stepped out on stage in your pants and your pants and bra? Um, well, it's interesting actually, because it was for the local um charity show that I did my first lingerie but it but I was in we were laughing about it because it's a lady that I, I'm really close to that has a road lingerie shop and I'm, I'm a big fan of hers and she was saying the first year I did it I had full full kind of it might it could have been a bikini it was like a full-on thing so you could really not see my body at all I was completely covered up and each year I did it I took one extra layer off <laughs> <laughs> and now I really don't I'm past caring now <laughs> but yeah I mean it was scary I did feel I did feel scared and and certainly got my uh, adrenaline going that's for sure because you feel like society judges you don't they you know they do judge you and there was always that fear of judgment whereas the more I've done it the less I care now yeah
1: but that judgment like you get that no matter what don't you Oh, she's too skinny or she's too fat or her boobs are too small they're too big you know she's got too much confidence she doesn't have enough confidence you know it doesn't it doesn't matter what you do and how you show up. It's always going to be there. And I think we talked a few episodes ago about showing up even when you're scared. Like, you never get rid of the fear. I think you never yeah. get rid of that judgment, do you? It's just showing up knowing
0: that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it- I think as well, it's it's your own judgment mm. of yourself. So if you step out of that and you think to yourself, you know what, so long as I'm okay with it, I mean, I still... I am way better than I was. When I first started and was doing branding shoots, um, I used to nitpick every single photograph and look at it and go and just use the best ones, the ones that I was happy with. And yet somebody else would pick some. Um, and they pick something else. And I'd be like, what that one? And it's like you just you're too busy worrying and like you you used a word earlier, waste. Which actually is quite relevant because I mean you're there out with your waist on show and everything else. And us women worry far too much about our waistline. But let's worry about the wasting time rather than the wasting the waistline. Do you know what I mean? Because there's a campaign there, I'm sure there is. (laughs) (laughs) But there's you know it's it's that that we all judge ourselves too much on and Rosie when you say we go outside every day with our face and we worry about going live on you know our face yeah. is our face our waistline is our waistline every part of us is us and do yeah. you accept that the freedom is very very like massive, isn't it it's yeah
2: it's huge yeah, but- yeah because it helped it did hold me back for so long you know even little things when I look back now in my 20s my friends would all go play tennis and I would be the one sitting on the background watching because Mm. I would be too embarrassed about what I looked like or what I was doing or and now I've just I've done more in the last 10 10 12 years um personally in terms of growth and personal development than I have done my entire life so it's just opened doors and new opportunities by just letting go of all that crap really
0: yeah so 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 powerful um so okay so we we said yes to we said yes to an opportunity felt like sick after doing so but did it anyway (laughs) um which we always say feel the fear and do it anyway always say yes and then think oh my god what am I going to do with it take that step um and then you started to work for some pretty big brands but something that I want to touch on is where we say you're a body confidence activist. You see something and then you're like, "Mm, that's not quite right. And I know we won't mention the company. There was a company that wasn't promoting um, women of um, over a certain age. Was that in this? You got in touch. And then before you know it, you're in the window.
2: And you're one yeah. of their lead campaigners. I love this story. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a brand that when I, when I turned 40, I was because I never used to wear a nice lingerie. I never used to treat myself. It was always like bottom of the list. So when I did find myself kind of on my own, I thought, right, I'm going to treat myself every month to a new set of lingerie. Came in the post. I loved it. It really made me feel amazing. And I kept getting all these magazines through the door. And none of the women in there looked like me. And I think it's so important you have somebody that you can relate to and see. They were all in their 20s. What is the point in going into a cubicle in your 40s and 50s with just surrounded by images that you never probably looked like that when you were 20? Never mind now. So... um, I wrote to the marketing department and complained and said, you know, why do we not see women of, uh, older than, and they said, oh, it's not their demographic, it's not their, that's not their kind of target audience, and so I was a bit miffed about that, um, but I carried on and I, and I kept kind of tagging them in posts and doing wearing their underwear and then find myself now working with them, love the brand, they've really taken on board this new attitude, um, and now I'm in the shop windows with with, with models that are in their 20s and 30s, so there's a real diverse section, which it how it should be that's amazing you
0: know I said I wasn't going to mention them but actually they probably do deserve a tick because they did listen even though you yeah. have had to speak up and stand up a couple of times and and I think it shows our connection as well it was Bravissimo wasn't it yeah. and I used to work for Bravissimo many years ago and when I knew this story about you when we said we weren't going to mention it I was thinking should we but then as you were talking I was like do you know what actually no they did listen and they they acted and took action on it after you you know stood up and and for yourself and for a a wider demographic and that shows that if you do step forward and you do step out the bubble you can make big things happen which in turn that ripple effect that you're causing for all those other women that look like you and feel like you you've stepped forward and that is all about the confidence yeah. and everything else. So yeah, you know, big up to Broadway some actually because they yeah, do.
2: Yeah, I'm really proud to work with them and, and I really do feel like it's not just tokenism because they've they've kind of continued to be a really good brand that I work with now. It's not just been a one-off because lots of time brands will hire you and say they've ticked that ageism box or the clear yeah. box and then you're never seen again. Um, Whereas this is really kind of They're they're continuing to work with me So I'm I'm really proud of that And
0: you've built a relationship Yeah Um, So okay So how does life look for you now? Can can I mention the other bits that you do? Yes, of course (laughs) Okay, so we had a meeting last week And we had to reschedule And I was like Oh, I've got to reschedule with Rachel No problem Guess what she rescheduled me for, Rosie? Go on Emma Dale (laughs) And this isn't because she got it on record and I've got to, I've got enough storage <laughs> and she's got to watch Emmerdale. Rachel was in Emmerdale.
2: Amazing. <laughs> Blinking, you'll miss me, but I'm there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you know what? It's an accolade. You are getting to do it and you are getting these experiences, which. You know, this is another part of
2: what you do, isn't it? And you didn't do this before, so tell us a little bit about that side. Yeah, no, it's interesting because I did drama a level when I when I was eighteen, and I always loved the theatre. And if I'd have had more confidence at the time in myself, I would have gone to drama school, which is what my teachers had encouraged me to do. But I just held myself back. So it's interesting to see how this love of theatre and acting is starting to creep back in my life again. Now I've got my confidence, so that's exciting. So I do quite a lot of um, supporting artist work. um, Emmerdale's on my doorstep, so. I now cast as a regular I've even wrote my husband in Mark so he's working at the moment so he's been coming with me which has been really good fun Um, and they're doing a lot of filming in the north so I was filming for an ITV new new program out on Friday so I'm doing all sorts and it's just these new experiences that I'm really enjoying and it's just taking me on a slightly different direction who knows where it might lead to might lead to nothing but at the moment I'm having lots of fun with it. May if you're ending up in the Bahamas with Lizzo
0: and you know sheep shearing in Emmerdale. Either way, that's experience, <laughs> and that's that's you packing things into your life that are going to bring you joy. And yeah, that, that again, that's what we're all about. So you have a podcast as well, don't you?
2: Yes, I do. Yeah, and I started it's called Out of the Bubble, and I started it um, back in 2018 because I was new to social media and that whole thing about you going on social media. And I'm a personal I am the brand, I suppose, and I find that that's quite hard to to navigate when you first set out on social media. How do you even begin to do that? And I was really attracted to other women my age that were doing all these amazing things that were inspiring me every day and motivating me. And I'd go on and look at them and think, okay, if they can do that, well, then, Rachel, you have got no excuses. You've just got to get on with it. And so I wanted to create a platform where I could share all these stories because I think women over 40 don't often get these opportunities to share their stories. And we all we all know, we all have a story to tell. Mm. And so I've interviewed over 100 women now, just about to start the uh, third series. Love doing it. I've met you know I've met some amazing friends through it, to be honest. Um, and it's something that I'm really passionate about. So, yeah, really exciting.
0: Oh, you know what? You're, you're talking, when you're talking about brand inspiration, obviously that's a big subject for Rosie and I, is yeah. brand inspiration. You work with a lot of big brands if you were to like our listeners a lot of them are um business owners want to be business owners and they're all different levels in their journey if you were to give them a little bit of i mean we talk to them about brand but quite often sometimes somebody needs to hear something from somebody else in a different way what how would you describe the importance of brand and which ones stick in your mind that and um, for why there's a lot of questions here sorry it went on, yeah. it went on. I
2: <laughs> kind of tried not to overthink it, and I really just show up as my authentic self. And I think you can't go wrong if you do that. And I think you have got to show up. That's the thing. You have got to start showing up. And yes, it's difficult, and yes, it's uncomfortable, and sometimes going live is not what you want to do. But the more you do it, the easier it gets. And if you're showing up completely as your authentic self, that takes the pressure off because you're not pretending to be anybody that you're not. Mm. And it doesn't matter if you make a mistake or you fluff a line, or you didn't get something in, you're just being you, and I think that for me has been the thing that's really helped me the most, really, I don't edit anything, I don't filter anything, I am what you see, and you know, if somebody saw me in the street tomorrow, they would know that that's who I show up live as.
0: That's the thing, isn't it, it's if they were to see you online, or wherever you are, but then see you in person, the two actually really marry up, and you are who you are, which big brands because um, obviously we work with a lot of personal brands. You work with a lot of big brands. So when um, part of the um, hard thing that Rosie and I try to get across and help people with is that the brand isn't about their logo. Their brand is way bigger. It's yeah. about those pillars. It's about those, you know, where you come from, the whole personality of it. Mm-hmm. And just to give them sort of like an indication of the variation between sort of like big brands and personal brands. Which big brands and like, what do they stand for that, you, that have stood out for you that you're like, you know, this, this makes a difference? Does that make sense, oh that gosh. question?
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> a hard one. Um, I do you. really like brands like, I've worked with quite a lot with, with people like J.D. Williams, and um, there's a brand called Ambrose Wilson, and they really are showing up for, for women of my age group. and And they share that. And they share, and I hate the phrase real women, because, but that's what the industry used, that term, real women. They share women that everyone can relate to. So I am drawn to brands like that, that that share that journey and share their their community, I suppose. Mm. Brands that have got a community behind them, I think, are really drawn to. Um, But then even people like, you know, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Lizzo. Um, The American singer and uh, her personal branding, and you know what she's doing now with Yitti, her new clothing range and stuff. I I like the way she shows up because it's just again, it's authentic and it's bold, and she doesn't give a damn about what anybody else thinks.
0: It's, it's interesting that you said J.D. Williams because straight away when you said J.D. Williams, I could relate as to why you liked them mm-hmm. because they were very aligned to what you stand for. Yeah. And that is that is sort of, you know, and yes, real women, but relatable women, women yeah. is I think is a term I try or, you know, it's relatable. Yeah. Um, And that straight away aligned as soon as you said that. And I was like, yeah, that makes so much sense. And I think that will have pointed out something for our listeners as well, because they'll be like, "Okay, yeah, I get it. That's why Rachel went that way, because it aligned with her. So when you pick something up in a brand that is relatable to you and they are consistent with it, then that's where you know you've got a good brand because it's it's relatable it's consistent and it's you know it sits right with you like you say with with Lizzo bold straight away and that's what you are you're bold so Rach you are um you have lots of different things going on we've we've obviously had that conversation um what's going on for you you know how do you how are you bringing this to
2: others and for order for you to make your ripple effect Well, because of obviously the pandemic's put lots of things on hold, so it's exciting to get going again. And one of the things when I started out the bubble was that I wanted to create live events where I could actually – connect and make because for me it's all about connections with women because I think we can all learn from each other so much and, and share those experiences and one-to-one in person is so much better than 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 anything else so um my first big event is the retreat which you're coming on I'm super excited that you're <laughs> joining us um so I'm having my first at the bubble retreat um in a gorgeous gorgeous place um in North Yorkshire in Nidderdale called the Acorn Wellness Retreat 15th to 16th of June and it's aimed at women over 40 that just want to breathe and take some time out for themselves and figure out what, how they want to show up in this next chapter really and who they want to be because we get so swamped with everyday life we'd never really allow ourselves time to think so we've got um, a mindful um, a mindful teacher and a um, transformational coach who, de- who deals with um, Pilates for women over 40. You're coming on to give us some motivational sass to kick them all up the here uh, <laughs> <laughs> to get us all going. Um, well, we've got an amazing film screening of a film called Be Brave, which is a close friend of the out of the bubble where she started paddle boarding in her, her mid 50s and she went on to be the first oldest woman to paddleboard the north from Liverpool to Gaul, and she does amazing things now, paddleboards everywhere, she's written a book. Um, Wild swimming, Um, we've got a wild swimming coach coming, and a body confidence session with me, so it's going to be a lovely two days, I can't wait, so that's happening in June. Sounds incredible, and can I just say, as somebody under 40, like,
1: I have so many women in my, in my network, like Joe, my business partner's over 40, so many women over the age of 40 in my network that are immensely inspiring to me. Like I am buzzing to get to that stage in <laughs> my life because I
0: just feel like it just looks like a wonderful club to be a part of. Yeah. <laughs> when you think, yeah. when it you think it, is everybody, is everybody is. used to, sorry, when you think everybody used to like worry about hitting 40, the fact that you've just said you almost can't wait to get there. I'm yeah. like... Wow, it's perfect! <laughs> but yeah, it just looks like it just
1: looks like a really like empowering, confident, like just a really nice club to be a part of. So yeah I mean I'm excited to get there
0: you have to choose to be part of that club because I think <laughs> as you approach it as you approach it a lot of people approach it with is the word and trepidation intrepid yeah. I don't know I'm rubbish with words right you you know you you approach it and a lot of other people go oh welcome to the club once you step over how you choose to embrace that I literally can't give any better advice than babe go screaming in because I'm telling you there's a there's a different kind of freedom if you allow it yeah and it is Rosie's sat there looking as he said I can't wait to get there she's like (laughs) like, when can I come when can I come and it honestly can be that good if you embrace it and empower yourself and choose to be 40 was definitely a big one for me and it's interesting that Rachel you said it was 46 it was 46 for me where I stepped into my big girl pants they were just different ones um but yeah it's it's hugely empowering and I just I think I might have mentioned this on the show before but I just want to say because and this kind of brings it full circle to opportunity and saying yes you know the story of how I followed you from very very early on when Danny introduced you on her show and I put you on my vision board Back in March 2020, I drew a little bikini, pink bikini, and put Rachel Peru, one in each triangle, on the <laughs> Rachel in one, Peru in the other. Right. And like, <laughs> I was like, I want to work with Rachel Peru because you really inspired me. And you've been sat there on that little vision board. I've been watching you. Secretly, I didn't know you'd been watching me. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and you put out there That you wanted a motivational speaker For your retreat And I saw this And I'm not going to lie People think that all the confidence Is always there for me I second guessed it But then I was like No, I'm going to put myself forward And I was like Jumped in your inbox I was like, rage, And you came back With the most stunning response <clears throat> Excuse me That you'd been watching me You'd absolutely be delighted Honestly, mate If I could have done a cartwheel I'd have done six <laughs> <laughs> I, Yeah Yeah, I can't wait to meet you in person and give you a big hug. (laughs) Yeah, ditto. Um, So that's about opportunity, putting yourself forward and saying yes, because quite often you think you're going to fall. But you know what? Quite often and more than often you're actually going to fly. So take it and be brave in that and have the confidence to do it, because the feeling that I had from that and I'm excited to do it is just beyond anything. Um, So, Rach, What is your takeaway? This is the bit of the show where we've had the start, we've had the main course. Our takeaway for today, actually, I'm going to go to Rosie first. Rosie, what's your takeaway for today? My takeaway for today is
1: absolutely say yes and figure it out afterwards. Like, say yes, even if you're frightened, even if there's fear there, even if there's fear of judgment there, even if you don't know how you're going to do it, just say yes,
2: figure it out afterwards. Rachel, what's yours? Um, Show up, even if you're scared, show up. Because that's how you start You've got to start somewhere I would
0: be I think It's say yes Show up And put your big girl pants on That's (laughs) why Because That for me Is When you feel like You put them on You're like right Come on I've got these on I'm secure I can do this I can do anything Yeah Rach The last part of the show Which is It's one of my favourites I don't know if it's Rosie's favourite But I do love this part Is where we ask our guests A very important question
2: if you were a dessert, what dessert would you be and why? And I love your answer. I love why? this question. So I said Christmas pudding because I think I'm getting better with age. <laughs> <laughs> i i'd wrote on the form
0: for this because i was like it was such a good answer and i was like and she comes with a bit of fire in her belly because oh, you, know yeah, you, like, exactly. you know when you like the christmas pudding yeah. and it's like it's already good and it's fruity right and then you, you add a bit of alcohol i'm not saying that we have to add alcohol to you but you add a bit of a flame and there's fire and it just makes it more intense i think that for you is what you've done in your process you're adding consistent fire to your belly and it's just becoming a more intense experience and the flavor is better when you do things like that with it so you can tell I'm a pastry chef can't you and I come from the dessert world so (laughs) um I did love that answer Rosie are you a Christmas pudding fan
1: yeah yeah I love a bit of Christmas pudding (laughs) (laughs) like I said I went all Devon when I said pudding then but yeah
0: Christmas pudding and custard (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a definite it's a definite mix (laughs) when you're um when I don't know about you guys but when I'm choosing you know when you get the Christmas menu and you have to pre-order it and it has all the different desserts Christmas pudding's there because it has to be there a lot of people aren't sure but it has to be there I have to order it because I'm like this is a once in a year opportunity (laughs) I'm not gonna miss it even though the chocolate tart looks good The Christmas pudding's going to get it. (laughs) So you have to just have that little choice. Rach, for anybody that wants to come and find you and hang out with you, and we hugely promote um, positive influencers on this show because there's not enough of us around and we need to share, share, share. Where
2: can they come and find you and hang out with you? Come and say hello on Instagram at rachelperu1, um, which is where I usually show up most days. And um, you can find out more about me on my website, rachelperu.co.uk. Fabulous. Rosie,
1: anything else to add? No, I don't think so. I think this has been a really gorgeous episode, and hopefully it's inspired uh, some people to come and find you, connect with you, and um, work, work on their confidence a little bit and take those little those steps to kind of build those blocks Um, But I guess that brings us to the end of the episode. So it's goodbye
0: from me, Custard. It's goodbye from me, Rhubarb. Thank you so much. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Bye.